No, that was uh, Father Harry Bohan. Ah, yeah, and he finished there, uh, I suppose, maybe on a sad note, in one sense, talking mm. about um, there's, there's a British O'Holloran, that's um, Gerald Lucknan's daughter-in-law, you know, so we'd extend our sympathy to all of the Lucknan and O'Holloran families on that sad occasion, you know. Right. Pat, Father Harry talked about fecal in the past and the fecal he grew up in, and this was the, where he built the few houses. What's the future for fecal? Wearing your politician's hat. <laughs> well, I suppose we're sitting here in the street of Fetal. Yeah. And when you look up and down the street of Fetal, today it's full, you can't park anywhere. But That's, the yeah. reality about it is Fetal looks actually quite well. And there's very little dereliction in the street. Uh, businesses are surviving. Um, there is change, of course. There'll be always change. But yes. Fetal has everything to grow, like. Yeah. It probably needs more houses and people to live here. You did, or when I say, when I say you, the, was it the council built a number of houses here in the we last We built 13 houses, they're just, yeah. just down the back here. Yeah. Shorts and a lovely state. So 13 what, families there? Well, a mixture now. The, I know. And that's another issue that's changed as well. Yeah. Father Harry was talking about the church changing. Society's changed totally as well because... Families they, are different makeups now. There isn't... The request for the family standard three-bedroom house now is nearly a thing of the past. Really? Yeah. Half the people, if not maybe two-thirds now, are looking for... Mixed accommodation like apartments, two bedrooms, and and different things. It's it's a whole different mix now. And look at, I don't see the council building too many more social housing. What we really need to build is is houses that uh, are affordable and suitable for for people that can afford to do that. Uh, and that hasn't really been enacted fully for small villages like Fetal. Now Fetal has sewerage, it has water, it has playgrounds, it's school. And, and it has air. good broadband here. It has mm. good broadband, it has hub, and it has a lot yes. of things going for it. Yeah. But I suppose one of the challenges for a lot of the communities across East Clare I see it is, is, the, is the population. That's in Scarf as well, Mount Shannon, Whitegate, yeah. Killanina, Flagmont, the Mills, a lot. And then just over the road in Tulla, this bustling with a whole lot of applications for building houses. There's a lot and of new houses being built in Fecal, isn't there? Are, are there private developments in now? Fe- in Tulla. Or in Tulla, I should say. Oh, yes. And, yeah. and they're being sold as they're of the, of the plans. And I think, and I can't, I don't really put my finger on it, I suppose, you're not far from anywhere here in Fecal, or you're no. not far in no. Scarif, or any of those villages, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. But Crusheen, Quinn, Tulla seem to be the growth areas. That we are experiencing as as councillors in the area. Yeah, and, and we're here. We're here now. We'll say in Maloney's, and we're plugged into the broadband yes. in Maloney's, and there's fibre uh, cable here in Fecal. So I mean, the broadband is top class. Well, it's and it's the same in in Flagmont. We we have done a few yes, programs we, there. And just to say that the hub is actually up and running in Flagmont, and people are booking yeah. and working out of there now already. So, but I mean, isn't that is that's an opportunity, surely? Uh, for the future, for people to, it, to live it, here. It is to a degree, but I think we need to make sure that the broadband gets into the rural parts of the, of the village and the community as well. I had a young fellow last night, very nice young fellow, said to me, well, I'm using the hub, he said, and I'm, I'm working on it. I don't need to be in Shannon. Yeah. And and uh, I can work from home, but he says, I can't work from home. He says, I don't have I don't have um, broadband in, Gl- in Glan- Maraban, actually. Uh, and... I know it has been assessed and things like that, but I'm not sure is his house actually in that area. And there was a big social issue why he asked me that now. I won't go into it, but just it was important to him to get broadband. Uh, and I think if we can do that and get people, people, the quality of life living out here, having to fly into Galway City or go into a big 
building in a factory unit somewhere to work in Galway, if you could work from Fiegel or work from Flagmont or yeah. Scarf mm, yeah. and, and experience the quality of life here, you're, you're mm. really in a different game altogether because uh, we, we've been looking at that in Flagmont recently as well because we have the wonderful childcare facility. We now have the hub. We have the wonderful hall and gym and school. But we're still stuck for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like... While we have a short-term Ukrainian people living there, which is great and good for the community to, to give that back, I think unless we start to build 10 to 15, 20 houses in villages like Fiegel or Scarif or Chumgrini, uh, you need to sustain and revive the population because a lot of the rural people, we were generational up our road, you know, it is Tom. Yes. A lot of my neighbours at the same age as me built houses and they lived there. The next generation doesn't seem to be doing the same level of living because they've now experienced life in the fast lane all over the world and they're educated and they're, they're not the love of the land well, I'm not saying that now the, the love of the land that we have died for and I still would like yeah. a bit of, because it because of the history attached to it that thing isn't isn't still is, is, is moving away a little bit from people and the same value isn't in it as, as it was before uh, and I suppose there's the other side of it as well. If you're living inside Ninnis, you have the services of cinemas and swimming pools and all that. You pay a price for living in rural communities, but I personally believe... and There's a bonus to, too. <laughs> when I went to school in Gart, there was the lads from up the mountain. And there was a lovely French teacher, and he'd come in and he'd say, it was a very hazy day up the mountain. Oh. He'd insult me all inside it. Signs on, I didn't stay till I was only 14 and a half years of age and got out of it as quickly as I could. And indeed, Father Harry reflected on the priest. That was ran by the priest, the Lady Gregory and Garton. I still get shivers when I go in there and think about it. Mm. I remember one priest, Father Healy, one day, he was sleepy there. He brought over the big bottle of acid. And take a sniff of that, he says, hey, so it'll wake you up, he says. And next thing I was flat out on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know... There's it, laws against that sort it, of thing, no. Because <laughs> only when I, after when yeah. I got edu- life educated me, that I suddenly realised, you know, Mahara is a unique place in itself, no more than Glandarine or no more than Mahara Bon or Tullers. Gareth but I suppose it does... But, it, it brings it, it, but we had a different... We were kind of in a different world in our own little house in Mahara in a sense that it was a music house and we got opportunities to go places where a lot of people weren't going. We were we were up in Milton Malbay at the Darling Girl from Clare Festival sitting in the back of the stage with the Tullochelly band. And mm-hmm. we Tell were me, did you travel much with your dad when you were a child? I did. Yeah. I did. I went to a lot of places and villages. I, it was my only outlet because I was one of those rural guys that when I left school early, a lot of my friends were still in school. Yeah. I hadn't many places to go for social life. And yeah, yeah. I remember one of my first things used to be going up to Gart, to the classic in Gart, the toilet, playing at Easter Sunday night, Stephen's night. Um, they are four weekends of the year they're playing it. And I'd go to the front part where the Big Tom and the Indians and yeah. the champions and all <laughs> I remember the Indians and, and there I, a few times. And I, and I having a great time. <laughs> and it took a long time for me to... I became a farmer, like, and that was it, really. And But... I remember all my father and Dimit and Martin that all go to Flas all over the world, country and Bunkrana. I remember him going to Bunkrana two or three times, like mm. Bunkrana for the Island of Flas. But look, so they loved music, and music was a great outlet for my father and for Martin and for all of them. And uh, like I, my father had said to me, he said, you, "Look, you can leave school if you play music." He says, mm. "It'll always be a bonus to you. Music yeah. is a good thing to have." Oh yeah. And I suppose the fact that I'm sitting here in Fiegel today is. Even though I didn't play music, I got involved in the festival committee here over 32 years ago, where they had two extraordinary general meetings to w- wind it up. And I got planted in as the chairman. 
and, and the rest is history. And it's been it. ten years, and yeah. I would say I made a difference or made a change at that mm. particular time. But mm. uh, and I became part of the team, and it was my give back to music because music mm. was so good to to our family and to, to the social life of our house. Really, yeah. I'm just wondering, Pat, like the you're talking about or people going away and people going to cities and going abroad and everything like that, and you. I suppose nothing can stop that, really. I mean, young people need to maybe need to spread their wings a bit, but we want to bring them back again. Yeah, we want to bring people back into the area. And Father Harry, I mean, his point was making that there is a yearning for the what we'll say we have here in East Clare, in Fecal, in Kilnina, in Scariff, in Tumgraney, in Whitegate, uh, that, that local community, and um, we'll say the the friendship, the contact. And the sense of belonging, which is what is central. I mean, how can we market that so that we, you know, with, with good broadband as well? I suppose if you, one of the challenges, as I said at the very start, is housing. If you wanted to come to Fecal in the morning to build a house or find a house, you might find it difficult. Planning? Not necessarily yeah. planning. It's it, There's no housing estate being built where you'd say, and that affordability of houses now is really a challenge. Uh, and I think there's going to be a big input into finding empty houses in the villages and square and and streets going forward, and they'll be penalised for not using them now. Going Even in the short term, with yeah, the that, demand, uh, that has all to change. Yeah. Because hmm. the first thing you'd say, well, look, if I'm coming to stay and live in Fiegel, I want a house. Hmm. Yes, I'll find one Flagmont or Tuller or whatever. You'll get them in Tuller because they're up for sale and they've been built. But there's no option in Scarif to at the moment. Like, and we, we, mm. we can go into a different debate about the country development plan and all that. There's a different debate. We won't go into it now. But even zoning land and doing that won't still build the houses. Like, yeah. We but really need that, that affordable housing schemes to come into the heart of villages and say, well, look, at you can, if, if you can afford 170 or 80,000 of a mortgage, we'll pay the balance and we'll, we'll subsidise that yeah. limit so that you're not borrowing 270,000 that you can't afford to do. Yes. What I would have said, and this is my days in practice now, like a place like Scarif or even Fetal now, if you had an extra 10 families living here, yes, there'd be an extra teacher or two in the school. Yes. The local shops would do well. Yeah. They'd be keeping a dog or a cat, and even though yes. the vets at the time would get a few bob out of it. It's good for everyone. It's the life. You you know, see, the commercial life. Of I, the, I think that's village. going to be the change. Like we built, yeah. and look at it, it one of the big things I campaigned for here in Fiegel, uh was to get in a sewer scheme and look at we have it. Yes. And we're down Broadford up and dueling with thousands of people going yeah. through rule no sewer scheme. We have the facilities, we have everything. We really need to now look at trying to get houses in yeah, on the private yeah, sector yeah. side yes. of it where people, uh, we have a very low threshold here in Clare for people being eligible to go on social housing and comparable to Limerick. Hmm. It is easier to get on a social housing list in Limerick if you're earning a bit more. There's a 5,000 euro difference in it. Really? Yeah. So, um, there was an article on that, I think, in one of the papers. There was recently, yeah. and it's something we're campaigning to change yeah. as well because we have a lot of people now getting caught. The people that we, that we really want to sort out is the people that can't, middle-income people, low-middle-income people that are really struggling in life to, to get that mortgage and then educate kids in childcare and all that. Yeah. Like, so we're really and that, I would that, imagine you can, you can build a house in, in a place like Fecal yeah. or any yeah. other village cheaper than you could in Dublin, in oh, Limerick, yes, in Galway, of course, in Ennis even. I was talking to a fellow the other day and he saw a lovely site and it wasn't, it wasn't dear like... 
and yeah. he, and he had the attitude. Well, sure, if there's a house building, it will help the community. And he was he he was it was good to He's hear socially that. conscious. Not everyone has that. Now, <laughs> I know. Yeah. but but I do think yeah. going back in education and all that. Now, and look at I'm not one to talk about education because I was educated in my own life, really. But the school I think, of hard I think, I think that um, well, Father I, Harry was talking about the university that was down there the road well, that, was the uh, university li- that was the university <laughs> life that we <laughs> haven't <laughs> that's education too uh, well as it was and, and I went to about learning and I've done courses and different things over times and got awards and different things yes. which is great to come back and, and do that but I think <laughs> education is a business for a lot of people out there in the education system Everyone here now is going to university. They, you're going nowhere. You can't even come to hardly go working on the road or general operator in the council now if you have some sort of a document. I think we've gone too far in that. And I think we've misplaced yeah. the whole thing of not having enough uh, people to do the trades and the work. Apprenticeships, and the, yes. And there's things like... You go here around villages and towns, and, and it's all over Europe now. They can't people to work in the, in the restaurants or the bars. They can't find them. Yeah. I was in, in, in Portugal a few months ago and a woman told me that's a lovely restaurant to go to lots of restaurants they, they, they weren't open they couldn't get staff yes. and they had to split the shifts now they're either having lunch or dinner and I'm seeing it everywhere here now in, in, what's, in this what, country yeah. what's yeah. wrong with what's wrong like hmm. why, why why can't we get people then I look at it on the other side here Maloney's uh, could have 10 people working here 15 for the weekend now but if they increase the wages the profit margins, like you, yeah. You, yeah. you could be turning half your income here in the festival, you know, for the, for the pubs in Fiegel and the businesses in Fiegel this weekend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the cost factor for them, if they have to pay too much more, doesn't work either. So it's a bit of a chicken and egg situation, but I think we just need to move back and think we need more people to work because there isn't a block layer here. They're nearly all over 50. Any block layer that I know here in Fiegel or Kilnana are over 50. There isn't one that would lay a block for you now under that age, I'd say. Sorry, me too. He's yeah. gone past it this year. Uh, no, he still does a few Just blocks. I think he does. <laughs> I'd better be careful. Yes. <laughs> and he, he, Somebody he, he, said to him, what do you... <laughs> he was looking for the insurance recently. So I was told I didn't hear it directly from him, but they said, what do you want insurance in the car for for, for work? He says, and he's yeah. 97 or 8. Yeah. <laughs> but fair play to him, he contributed. He built my house, actually, and yeah. he worked... Uh, and, and it didn't fall. And, he built, and funny <laughs> thing enough, he built the extension on my, my, my home place above was one of the first jobs he'd done. Above in, in Mahara, we built two... It was like everything. When the new woman arrived, when my mother married into the house in 1961, she wanted a toilet and, and, and a few things in the house. And time he built at that time. So, like, yes. should, God, you're yeah. talking about 1961. Yeah. It's great continuity, years. isn't it? It is, yeah. So, Simon's an amazing man, you know. He, he could look at a plan and he yeah. could be drawn up by the fanciest architect yeah. in the world or something. Yeah. Like that. And he'd look at it and say, that's not right. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God, yes, a perfectionist. Really yeah, yeah. But he could read the plans. Yeah, you know? He could, and it's amazing. You see, they, yeah. they were educated themselves. And look, oh, this, yeah. the sort of, this is what I'm saying. There's real opportunity. If I if I was starting out again now in life, I'd really have a building contract and company started again and get young people into it because yeah, yeah. there's real opportunity and money to be made. And yeah. I know it's a hard work. That's another thing that has changed. People don't know what work is like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Sammy Tui's work. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hard physical hard work. Hard physical work. And you know, Father Harry was talking about all the lads that were coming down here with the, with the Aston carts and the horses they had been out milking the cows by hand yes. they had cut all the hay and trammed it they had 
doing everything, cut the turf in the bog. There were physically hard men that actually then came down and hurled and went back. And now training. Yes, <laughs> they didn't need you, to go to the gym. If you, yeah, if you, you know, is it software gone or what? I know. <laughs> well, I suppose I know, but things, look have, things not, have changed. I've been, I've been honest about oh, yeah. what yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm saying. Look at, and it has changed. I see it. Mm. I see it in everyone's family. Yeah. It's, it's, but look at, we're in a positive place in a way, but we're in a challenging. There's lots of challenges like that always, always in life. Mm. But I think society's doing well to a degree. Like, of course, there's all the cost of livings and all that's going on now. But I think such a relaxed place to be in fecal here today now and see people contributing and get 400 people into the church last night and you seen the night before. People are yawning and will, wishing to have a kind of reflect and, 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 and enjoy life again. They I, need that social... I think, yeah. I think yeah. the COVID was good to a point for, yeah. for a lot of us. I loved part of it. <laughs> really loved it. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't think that I should have done all my life. Yes. Explain. Yeah. I went exploring out <laughs> the tops of mountains. I went up the back of Glyn above a mountain yeah. to yeah. see where my grandmother and grandfather came out of. Yes. I yeah. took pictures through it out to Lockatory, Locky, out the mountains, Glandery, places down. Places that I mm. had always in my head to do. And I had because time, you had time. I had time to do it. Yes. I was cutting fields and corners in the fields and the farm and things because there was no stress on me <laughs> there was yeah. no stress on me yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and no it was stressful to be listening to this sort of stuff where you're where where you were expecting half the population to die at one particular stage I remember they cleaned out half of Raheen Hospital expecting it as an overflow for, for Limerick and all those and there was real worry at that particular time but yes. but but it kind of got people to reflect and it was lovely that we, even as family groups, people got to have time to be together, not to be in the... Yeah. This, this, this time, 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 time is, is mad. Like, like I look at my watch now and say, oh, God, what I need to be at? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I won't worry about it. It always gets done. Yes, and indeed. And time after yeah. is all. And so that's it. That's Am it. I yeah. I'm as good as Father Harry to talk, I should say. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I you know. see another freaky man arriving oh, here yeah. now, too. We've had a bit of for him, have we? Yeah, it did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. No. Oh, well, Abba well, Christ, is it, is it Matt Purcell? Yeah. <laughs> Paddy Mally. Abba uh, <laughs> <laughs> Christ, is it Matt Purcell that's here? <laughs> yeah. Matt, you can put on your headphones there if you like. You You're welcome to join us here anyway, you know. Listeners will know we've been joined by Matt Purcell, uh, a faecal man uh, to the core, living in Ennis, and uh, usually where there's sound, you hear Matt around the place. You're but you'd, be ho- you'd be hoping you wouldn't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> People <laughs> shouting at you. Yeah, 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 I guess a bit of that, yeah, yeah, turn this up, turn that down, you know. Yeah. Yeah. More, as Christy Moore would say, can I have more feedback in the fallback, please? Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we've we've been joined by loads of faecal people yes. this morning, Tom. Jim, before um, we go any further, yes. look at, uh, I got a lovely cup of coffee. So did you get your tea or coffee? And, uh, you yes. know, courtesy of Aoife O'Connell here from the Dublins? Yes. yes. Much appreciated. You know. No, much appreciated. <laughs> We're like trying to honest. grab Brian if we could see him. Yeah, he's for a, more coffee, isn't he's it? He's a no, no, to <laughs> for a, a chat. He said no, he said leave it to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit elusive. He has mm. kind of uh, run clear of us. Yeah. 